Welcome to the C-Suite, a podcast of movers and shakers among the Columbia SPS alumni who adorn the C-Suite of a range of companies from Fortune 100 to the coolest of the startups. Here, we interview these role models on their life's journey, their path to Columbia, and the trajectory of their growth in the corporate world. This is Ajay Nyamati, your host for today. Let's get started. I have the pleasure of sitting with my classmate from technology management, who is who I greatly respect. Uh, Amala is the Chief Technology and Operations Officer for Regions Bank, a fortune-funded enterprise headquartered in Birmingham, Alabama. She was recently named Large Enterprise CIO of the Year by Orbi Awards. She was recognized by IBM as one of the women leaders in AI. Welcome, Amala. It's a pleasure having you for this podcast. Thank you, Ajay. Actually, the pleasure is all mine. So looking forward to this. Fantastic. So let's start with getting to know more about Regions Bank uh, and understand what do you do for Regions Bank as the Chief Technology and Operations Officer? Regions Financials is um, headquartered in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, we are about 129 billion in assets, um, uh, Bank Ajay. Not many people know we are the, actually the 15th largest bank in America. Um, and we serve the Southeast, all of the Southeast um, uh, part of the America, about 15 states. Uh, and we are, we are one of the S&P 500 um, uh, index companies. Also, we are one of the largest full service providers of uh, consumer, commercial banking, wealth management, mortgage products and services. So that's the speciality of the bank, Ajay. Um, I have been with the bank for three and three, three and a half, more than three and a half years now. Um, and I'm responsible for all of technology. And when we say technology, Ajay, the, the product development, uh, um, the architecture, uh, the fundamental infrastructure, um, and then the security aspects of it, and, the, um, and then the quality aspects of it. And also, I'm also responsible for the bank operations, Ajay, which is um, the loan operations, the deposit operations, mortgage operations, the contact center, um, you name it. It's, it's the, all the back engine of what makes a, a bank run is what I'm responsible for in the bank. That's, that's quite a responsibility. Um, you know, Regions Bank, like any other bank, is a traditional bank's bank. A lot of legacy technologies and very traditional way of operating, you know, with branches, etc., right? How are you setting up the vision and steering this huge legacy ship towards modernization and being competitive in this digital world? Sure, no, I think that's a very good question, Ajay. I think a lot of us uh, financial institutions are going through this um, this journey. Uh, as you said, yeah, we do have, Regions Bank does have more than um, 1,200 branches all across our footprint, a many number of ATMs. Um, so I think one thing I really liked about our digital journey is, Ajay, we are very much focused on a customer and then the customer needs. And then we as an organization um, said very strongly as part of our vision and the mission that we will give our customer a choice in how they bank. Uh, we are actually very proud to say that we are very... Um, relationship-oriented bank. We, we, we actually do not believe in just a transaction and do it online and we don't know much about you. We, we genuinely believe in the relationship-oriented banking. And then we actually also put an emphasis on bank by choice, which is if you choose to come to a, a branch versus do it online versus 
do via chat. Um, you know, we just make it easier for you. And then that pretty much drove our digital vision agile. Like you look at our online banking or you look at our mobile banking products or branch products. There's a quite a bit of an emphasis on omni-channel experiences, um, self-service capabilities, making it very, very easy and intuitive for our customers. So however we apply our artificial intelligence or however we apply our data analytics, um, however we apply our marketing strategies or uh, or everything is, is centered around um, preference for the customer, how would like customer want to use it and making the life of the customer better. Um, and then that has been what we rallied right behind is uh, centering ourselves and grounding ourselves into what would our customer like to see us deliver as an organization. And that's that's pretty much gave us a success to date. I really appreciate it coming from uh, Amazon where customer obsession is our one of our key leadership principle. I understand the background from which you're coming and it's great that you have customer in the center. Um, what were your biggest challenges in the modernization journey? Did, you, did regions have a natural advantage or a disadvantage when you started off with this journey? I felt like regions actually had an advantage, Ajay, because uh, in the footprint we were in, um, we were very, very comfortable sliding into the digital journey and our adoption was uh, um, very good that we were able to um, try, experiment, change, learn fast, fail fast, and then quickly kind of adapt ourselves. So that I think that's one of the, the greatest natural advantages. But I think with any transformation and any modernization, Ajay, um, the change, changing the habits of our customers, changing the um, changing the, the financial habits are much more ingrained than any other habits. I think making them actually do a transaction online versus giving them confidence that uh, um, them talking to a person in a branch is equal to doing a transaction online. Right? I think the the changing the learnings has has is been one dimension of uh, um, the effort that we have to put in educating, re-educating, and all of that. Um, and then also from an execution and implementation side also, uh, quite a bit of emphasis on um, not building a product so that we have to do something manually behind the scenes and building a product in such a way that everything can be done by the customer themselves, you know, self-service capabilities, changing, um, changing the philosophy of an engineer, changing the philosophy of the architects, uh, thinking about the systems differently. And then also um, giving a confidence to the business owners that uh, that digital adoption will actually see some value. It's not just a technology investment. It's not a uh, it's it's not a, a preferential investment. It is actually something that the customers will want. Uh, the generational evolution and all. Um, I, I would put our challenges into those three categories: Ajay. the customer learning, a new way of doing things with us, our own technology organization learning the new ways of doing things on, and the developing products and then modernizing the technology stack. And then businesses learning how to make money in this digital evolution world and how to think digital first, how to think cloud first, um, and then not going to the traditional practices. I think those three have been um, the major places where uh, you know me and my executive leadership team has to spend a lot of time in changing the the barriers, barriers in the organization. No, that's that's great insight. Especially I've seen numerous tra transformation initiatives uh, with various degrees of success. I think the your your emphasis on behavioral change, organization change management has been very critical, and probably it it also comes from the fact that you also manage operations in the bank, 
that is great. Otherwise, CIOs tend to be too siloed and segmented. I think it, it talks to a great, uh, really to an extent of um, the leadership in regions. No, actually, I would emphasize on that, Vanajay. Um, you know, you hit on it, but uh, the leadership in regions have been much more um, innovative and evolving in how they saw this role and then the importance of bringing the operations together and technology together and seeing it in, in a combined way. Um, I have to tell you, uh, that has been my biggest asset or comfort, knowing that it's not a mission of a CIO, it was a mission of the organization. The transformation was a mission of the organization. So it made it easier on me, Ajay, than compared to the other ones. So. You, you, you touched about people, you touched about executive leadership. Let's know who is Amala as a leader. How do you describe your leadership style? That's a tough one, Ajay, because I think <laughs> there are a lot of, lot of cliches about that one. So um, I think I'm a very simple person, Ajay. I think you know that about me. And I actually don't see myself um, special at all. Um, I actually tell this to my daughter, so I'm going to share the same thing with you. I wanted to be the person or the manager or the leader to whom I would work for. You know, I go to work and then want to be acquainted with this person or I would like to learn from this person or I would like to argue with this person or, or challenge this person or learn from this person. So I've always tried to role model a behavior where I always do a self-check upon myself. Okay, wait a minute. Am I being too arrogant to myself? Okay, no, it's, then it is a reasonable expectation. So um, I always do that, Ajay. And then, you know, most of the people who work with me um, appreciate that about me is, is that there's nothing special. I keep telling them I don't come from a different planet or I don't come from a different league. Um, I just happen to be in a role where my job is different than your job. That's all it is. And um, it just makes it easier for everybody around me to um, to work with. Um, even the career development also, Ajay, I'm very particular about um, giving people what they want to do. Um, and then also giving them the empowerment and um, leaving them alone as much as possible. I always have a joke, tell me two days before you fail so that if there's anything we can do, we actually can do it <laughs> together. So so um, I think there's a quite a bit of uh, empowerment I give to the, the team members. But um, if you, if I have to put it into one of those um, traditional textbook um, styles, Ajay, uh, I think I'm more suitable to be an extreme participative leadership. I am, I am the person in the court, you know, as if you take the games analogy, I'm not the coach standing outside and yelling and screaming. I'm probably with the team um, and then sweating with the team kind of a personality. Um, and then I'm, I'm most comfortable um, serving as a member of the team than just sitting outside and watching the team. Yeah, I mean, uh, having known you for some time now, I I believe it is a very honest description of who you are and what is your leadership style. Uh, you did mention about uh, the leeway that you give to your team. Let's let's talk a little bit a little bit about uh, what is a mantra for hiring, training, motivating, and retaining talent. You know, have, um, again, very very important part of organizational transformation is that one thing, Ajay. Um, I look for members with extreme um, learning agility is, is, is what, what I call it. Um, big believer in the person who is wanting to learn will always learn whatever is thrown at him or her. Um, so big believer in learning agility. So I really, during my interview questions, Ajay, I really tend to ask questions around, hey, what was the last book you read? And what was the, what is your latest learnings you had? And then you have no idea how many people will refer to a book from like 12 years ago 
or, or 20 years ago because um, not many of us are self-investing into the latest trends, uh, technologies, methodologies, philosophies. Um, because as an as an end, when we are managing Ajay, what we are managing, who we are serving is constantly evolving. The generation is changing. And then I don't believe that a person who is not learning themselves will be a good leader or will be a good transformational agent into the organization. So that's my biggest and strongest criteria. The past successes, education might be a building blocks, but that attitude of wanting to learn and self-correct and having that self-awareness and uh, willing to fail and, and have the resiliency to pick back up again and again have been my major selection criterias and retaining criterias. Um, so far, we are having a knock on, a knock on wood, Ajay, very, very good success with retention. Uh, it's the kind of the work we do. I think I believe it's it's making sure that we are giving the most interesting, challenging and passionate work with artificial intelligence, with uh, data analytics, Ajay, with predictive analytics, uh, with machine learning, and then all this cloud and microservices. There is a quite a bit of um, 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 retention in regions right now um, for our employee base. Yeah, I mean, very valid. The ability to learn is probably a big asset apart from team team uh, building and other aspects of a personality. But ability to learn is a very critical one in the knowledge economy. Absolutely makes sense. So in the banking industry, uh, recently, uh, the Wall Street got its first woman CEO and it broke the proverbial glass ceiling. What steps are you taking in Regions Bank to promote diversity? Absolutely. I think this might be my longest answer, Ajay, because it's a passionate <laughs> topic for me. Absolutely. I'm sorry about that. No, no. Um, I, it's, if, if, you, if, you, if you look at it, Ajay, Regions does have um, diversity and inclusion team. We take diversity and inclusion very, very seriously. Um, and then we have been um, very... Um, um, what intentional about Ajay, how to bring talent with um, which creates a diversity in thought among the teams. And then we are big believers that um, um, bringing diverse talent will actually bring diversity in thought. So we are actually very specific about uh, um, our hiring practices, Ajay. We, 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 uh, we cast the net very, very wide to uh, gain quite a bit of a talent. Um, I have a very, very diverse team uh, that reports to me as an organization. Uh, we do quite a bit, um, quite a bit of open conversations with our employee base about um, uh, diversity and inclusion and then unintentional biases, um, behaviors that we exhibit very open about it. Uh, um, there are a lot of um, um, our um, diversity and inclusion um, uh, head, Ajay, uh, brings in these guest speakers, you know, Condoleezza Rice or our mayor, a different um, parties into the organization that kind of gives us the history on, on the importance of uh, the diversity, um, the oppression in the past, how we have to, we all have to contribute towards changing that into the future. Um, you know, Ajay, there's not enough um, one can do in the society or in the organizations, but I will tell you, I am proud to be part of an organization which um, is doing a lot. And then I can, I see their commitment into doing much more into the future. Just yesterday, Ajay, I had a meeting with my um, diversity head about, uh, um, you know, which talent is looking good. Am I ethnically diverse? Am I bringing enough women leaders into the organization? Am I growing enough women leaders within the organization? Are they stopping at the middle management? Are, are we providing 
that uh, push for them to move from that middle management to the upper management. Um, quite a bit of an awareness, quite a bit of programs, uh, um, and uh, quite a bit of investments into training and uh, um, and sending them in shadow job shadowing and sending them to both external and in- internal uh, counseling uh, um, uh, classes, uh, Ajay. No, that's fantastic. It looks uh, that there's a lot of investment that is going on and, and having you at uh, such a senior leadership, uh, steering the ship um, makes all the difference for an organization. Let's switch gears a little bit. Let's know Amala as a person. Uh, let's focus on your personal journey. Uh, you did the executive master's in technology management in Colombia while you already had an MS, MBA. Why technology management? Why Colombia? One of the questions, responses I've given you about um, how do we select and then who do we select, Ajay, right? Um, is a learning agility and having the courage to go back and learn all over again and then learn new things all over again. Um, well, after working in telecommunications for about um, 14 years, Ajay, I felt like I figured out uh, technology transformations. It was very clear in my brain that, hey, you know, if, if, if somebody throws a, a product at me or a technology transformation at me, I, I can figure out the market conditions. I know exactly how to develop it and what to do with it, how to market it and how to continue to um, make revenue out of it. But, but as I was growing, Ajay, which was not intentional or by design, as I was growing, I felt like um, there's a broader influence one has to create, not just by technology management, uh, the broader influence of ability to influence the businesses, ability to influence the board, ability to um, uh, structure your technology thought in such a way that it looks like a business plan and then um, get some um, ideas and intentions into investment into those ideas. Um, all those I felt like when I went to MBA 15 years ago were not top of the mind for anybody at all. Um, so when Columbia program was offered, Ajay, it was very much geared towards um, somebody like me who has management experience and technology management experience, but going into the journey of the sea level and then have to learn um, uh, I think um, the whole dynamics of how to articulate yourself, how to present yourself, uh, that strategic um, alignment with the organization, with the board. Um, so I felt like I needed that. And I felt like the entire digitalization, how to sell in a digital world, how to learn to manage in a digital world, how to how to manage the next generation to the organization, how to structure your thought. I felt like having some kind of an academic guidance around those aspects would be perfect. And then I, I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed the program in and out. Um, and then, um, you know, I, I felt like I felt like I blossomed further in my journey. No, that's that's great to know. And um, uh, especially you already having been educated so well, and uh, it's good to understand what extra what extra you gained out of Colombia. Now, in the words of Steve Jobs, you know, we can always connect a dot backward. And I know it's not time for you yet to start connecting things backward. But if I tell you at this point of time, what were the moments in life uh, that you could identify that led you to this path of successful career? Maybe my common thread is, Ajay, um, was never afraid of, you know, trying the next challenge. I was like, okay, what is what is the risk? I will just land in the same place where I was. So I was not afraid of it. Um, and also the second thing is um, the importance of having those sponsors and mentors, Ajay. 
um, even though I did not know what I wanted to do with my career, I think they were always watching out for me and they were always giving me the guidance as to, hey, why don't you do this next? Why don't you do this next? Um, I, I felt like I wasted no time, Ajay. I, I, I was like very, very structured in my career. Um, I think at the age of 35, I was, I was leading um, a big, um, big network um, um, team within the telecom organization. So I actually felt like just by chasing the next challenge, I landed in the right place. Um, but again, I think my passion for the challenge and then um, thanks to my mentors, sponsors, and then obviously my family, Ajay, my, my husband and my daughter who got the brunt of my passion <laughs> without me being home and cooking for them all the time. So um, I was traveling 90% of the time, Ajay, for a major portion of my career where my daughter was growing up. So I went through the pains of uh, um, Monday to Friday traveling and then spending time with your daughter over the weekends. And uh, um, the biggest moment of success for me, Ajay, is when my daughter graduated from Duke University and then she's right now working for Boston Consulting Group. Um, I have to say that is the biggest moment of success is like, oh my God, I did not screw up another side of my life <laughs> while chasing my dream. So um, that turned out uh, very, very well, Ajay. Fantastic. It turned out well. So it, in, in a way, you're saying that you connected the dots forward because as and when the dots kept appearing, you just started drawing that line. That's that's a great way of looking at it. So you you mentioned that your daughter and you know it's divya right so divya is uh, joining bcg what is your message for her as a person who's just starting her career and in general what is a message for young women who are work, entering the workforce uh, in a, in a very different kind of world no i think ajay i'm actually very very grateful that the place where they are entering is much more aware of a lot of things, Ajay, compared to when you and I started our careers, right? I think you, when you and I started our careers, um, there were a lot of things that were still people were figuring out uh, how to deal with. I, I still remember, Ajay, um, I was pregnant and then um, I was, I, was uh, I think there was a deadline. Uh, I finished my code. I was, I was two days before the due date, I think, and I was feeling a little uncomfortable in the afternoon. And um, I was finishing my, submitting my modules. And then my lead was saying, if you have a question, will we be able to call you at the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, ah, sure. <laughs> and it, it's like, it's, there's no inhibition. Yeah, sure. Here is my number. You should call me at the hospital if I'm in a condition to talk. I shall talk. So um, it's just it's just the awareness of uh, um, what I would tell my daughter is, Ajay, uh, ask her to just enjoy it. And uh, work is one part of our life. Uh, what makes us complete is um, is the life. What are we working for? Is uh, has to be a forefront for all of us, uh, especially a young woman like her who is entering the world with a lot of dreams on her shoulders. Um, I would just advise them to take it slow and then enjoy every moment as it comes, and then not to be always uh, in a rush for the success and realizing that every day they're working is actually they're being successful. Of course, she had a role model a like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I don't know, Ajay. I don't know if I can take the credit for work-life balance at all. I'm being very transparent and honest with you. I think I did a fair share of integrating work into my life. Um, that's what she's seen more and more of where um, even though I was working, I was able to sit with her and make her help with her homework or or um, I used to go to her piano lessons and then, you know, open my laptop and quickly send an email out. So she saw me integrating work and life more so than work-life balance. 
but um, I think I don't know what next uh, phase brings to us, Ajay. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Amala. I think that uh, that was great, inspiring story from you for the women uh, in particular and the uh, technology professionals in general. It was great chatting with you. My pleasure to host this uh, podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ajay. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for taking the time and then great pleasure. And then, you know, as I said, the pleasure is all mine. It's a humbling experience. And I'm sure if this is useful for, uh, for some of uh, the audience listening, I'm grateful. Thank you, Ajay.